2: I don't feel like anyone's talking. They're blockers. That's not why I came to the
1: fucking
3: backwards. Bullshit. Oh, I hope break it
1: to the Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Hate to Break It to You. My guest tonight is... What can I say? He's just... Absolutely brilliant. He is a veteran of SNL. He's a hilarious comedian. He's a writer. He's an actor. Please welcome Jeff Richards. Thank you. Dude, thank you for having me. Thank you. We've been trying to get together. We
4: have to no avail.
1: Wait, so my first question is you've been doing these Zooms. And you, are you, because you don't, I guess you have to do it for the way you do your pod. Do what? The Zooms, you can't do them in person.
4: No, like right now, could we do a
1: Zoom right now, you mean? We couldn't do this as a Zoom. Sure we could. I mean, we could, but it wouldn't be, you, have you been doing any pods in person? What'd you call me? Pod, person. Have I been
4: doing pods in person? No, hardly. Any. I one other one.
1: Yeah, but have you gone in person?
4: One time. Is yeah. you,
1: are you scared?
4: Um in person? Yeah. Um no, um I, I I don't know. I I I a little bit, but I feel like I don't know. Most people are okay, right?
1: <laughs> What's the truth anymore?
4: That's another thing.
1: Dude, I first, but I want to talk about you. First of all, what is your podcast again? Just the Jeff, Jeff Richards Richard Show. Okay. Guys, you have to watch his podcast, Jeff Richards Show. It's fucking amazing. It's unbelievable. Was I like, did I kind of like Yeah. break the cherry? You did. You know, the one.
4: Har- Was I first one or second one? Harlan did the first one. We just did audio. Okay. It wasn't even going to be a deep fake show then. And then you were the first when we did the Robert Downey Jr.
1: Dude, so it's such a brilliant concept. And you, the thing is, you didn't even tell me what it was. You just said, blah, 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 you want to do my pod? And then you said, uh, and then you came on and you're in a deep fake Robert Downey Jr., and then the next thing I know, you're just talking to me like Robert Downey Jr. You never told me. Yeah. And then eventually I just said, okay, this is, I went with it nicely. You really did.
4: I went with it. It was almost like somebody woke you up to do improv.
1: Yeah, right. But do you tell anybody else that that's how you do it or not?
4: Oh, now I've gotten it a little more, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm like, you know, yeah, I'll be interviewing you as this person. Yeah, it'll start off that way and. Uh, You know, we're not going to go back and forth.
1: But you never told me that.
4: I think I did in in some way, but I I probably didn't convey it the right right way, though. But it was fun.
1: Dude, it's fucking brilliant, dude. Thank you. It is so good. Take all the compliments. I'm going to wash them. Let them wash over you. Wait, so I want to ask you a bunch of questions because we don't really know each other, but we do. So how old are you? 46. You're 46. Okay, so you're younger than me. Where are you from? I'm from the Bay Area, the East Bay. The yay, yay! Walnut Creek. Oh, I know Walnut Creek. Okay, that's by Rooster Teas. That's the first place I ever did stand up. Rooster Tee Fizzles. Yep, yep, yep. And so when did you start?
4: So that was like 98, 97, 98.
1: And then when did you get SNL? Uh,
4: 2001.
1: Wow. Dude, that's so quick. It was too fast. You got it fucking so fast. Yeah. And so you were on like that. I had like 20 minutes of material.
4: That's good. At, at the time, you know, 15, 20 minutes of stand-up material. But yeah, I mean, um, yeah, it was uh, crazy.
2: Wait,
1: you go, you start at Rooster Teeth Feathers. I just did one show there, but that was the and first place. So you were a stand-up, or yeah. both? stand-up first, yeah. Stand-up first, and then so you started, and you just started just doing impressions? Yep, mm-hmm. yep. And when did you know you could start doing impressions?
4: Uh, Probably when I was, like, a little kid, you know? When I mm-hmm. was a kid, I used to do my teachers and my uh, uncle and different people like that.
1: Because you have no accent right now. I wouldn't know where you're from. The fact that you're from the Yay.
4: I try to keep it very simple.
1: Yes, it really is simple,
4: like an orange juice commercial.
1: I get that vibe. Yeah, like orange juice.
4: It's just a natural taste.
1: Yes, that's my persona. Yeah. So you go and you start doing stand up, and then you start. How many? How did it, SNL find you? Well, I did Mad Mad TV the year before. Oh, you did. You're the only. I gotta fix the intro. Not You're the only the- one. No. You are the first one. First, I guess. He is the first person to ever be only on SNL and MAD TV. Yeah. That, that was you. Who was the next person?
4: Uh, Taron Killam.
1: Taron Killam, okay. So you were on MAD... So how did you get MAD TV?
4: Uh, just, I got recommended by the improv and Joel Zadak, and uh, just got recommended for, like, an improv... You know, at the improv five minute stand up showcase for Mad TV people.
1: And then boom.
4: And then boom, I guess it took a long time. They didn't really want me, I don't think. Cause I, I just, you know, so green and I did a million auditions twice to network. Mm-hmm. Finally got on there. Did a four of 12, you know, four shows of 12.
1: You just did four apps.
4: That's it, yeah. Just four apps. Four apps, but that would happen a lot, you know. Like they'd they'd pick four guys, and two would go six months, two would go a year, one year, two years, you know, or maybe a guy would go five, six years. But it's you know it's pretty tough to survive in that
1: climate. So I know, but I mean, dude, you can do so. You can do any impression. So that's like what you would. That's the player,
4: but at that time, at that time, I couldn't do, couldn't do that much. I could do some impressions, but I had no acting training. I, I did no stage direction. No, you know.
1: When were you? You were doing stand up. Where were you doing stand up in in Northern California?
4: No, Northern California. I just did like I did a public access TV show in high school. Got it. And then I did uh, some radio stuff. Yeah. And then no stand-up. And then just stand-up was like ninety seven,
1: ninety eight, And you started doing that here or down up there?
4: That was in, uh, mostly, I got, most of my stage time was, because I went to college in uh, North Carolina, Chapel Hill, and I started, really did all my grinding at uh, Charlie Goodnights. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good there. Yeah.
1: And so you would do that. Yeah. And then you were fucking doing, that was like your training.
4: Yeah, we had an awesome open mic night. It was like 200 people there. Just awesome crowds. So it was it was a good place to start.
1: So you go and you do Mad TV for a little, half a season. Mm-hmm. And then when SNL comes right after?
4: Yeah, like less than a year, I think it even was.
1: Wow. So yeah. how did that happen? They just saw- the
4: timing, you know? Um, my managers at the time didn't tell me about going on or even trying to get on SNL. Mm -hmm. They just worked it until they got the audition and then told me that, you know, I had this audition in two weeks. Okay. And I was like, you know, I'm not ready to do that. I don't want to do that. You know, let's wait. They said, you know, it's, it's, you know, you're going to go there and do it there, you know, on the stage. And I said, all right, okay, I'll try to get this together. And, uh, I was like, and I just got in a car accident, like literally two minutes before. I'd just gotten back in the car and started, gone on the highway, and they called me.
1: You, How bad was the
4: accident? Not that bad, but enough to shake you up, you know?
1: Yeah. You know? So you get, you had a bad car accident. Not a bad one. But Not a bad one. Yeah, but, but... Fender bender, and they're like, you got an audition, and they said it was SNL? Yeah, yeah. And then... And then I had two weeks, so I just...
4: Just worked on, uh, worked on like, you know, 10 impressions pretty much. How many did you have at that time? Probably about 10.
1: Probably about 10. <laughs> so, yeah. But did you do any other jokes or just impressions? No, just impressions. Yeah. And so you had about 10. And then, so when you went to SNL, you did how many? About 10? Like Nine. Nine. And then, how was the reaction on the stage? Obviously, you got it, but did you feel like it was like warm? I was just like, it was kind of one of those things. So I think it's like, like the
4: comedy store kind of prepared me for that, like that late those late night sets, because mm-hmm. there were there were people there in the darkness, mm-hmm. you know, all the producers and stuff, like eight people, and they just and I just wasn't getting any laughs really, so I just kind of cranked it a little harder, and you know that kind of thing where it's like you just don't want to let them. Just don't want to let them think you're nervous, yes, of course you're nervous, yeah, you don't want to look like you're nervous, so i I just just kind of i my attitude was like, I don't want my nerves to be the thing that swallows me up and stops any opportunity, so I just went for it, and I heard some laughs here and there. I thought that was pretty good, and then I got off the stage, started walking, and then Lauren kind of stopped me and shook my hand and said, "Good job, really, yeah." So, I was like,
1: okay, that was good. Yeah. That's a big deal. That's like Johnny Carson, like, to the couch <laughs> type shit. Wow. And then when did you know you had it? Um, uh, When I
4: landed in uh, San Diego. Because I flew directly to San Diego the next day. To do, like, a gig? Yeah, to do the La Jolla Comedy Store.
1: So, and then you knew, like, that?
4: Pretty much, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Why well, yeah, yeah,
1: that's incredible. Wait, so when did you become a regular at the store? 98. So you came down you're you have a very quick, quick in. so when did you you started comedy what year? Well,
4: it was really like 97, 98, so I did 97 somewhere in '97, and then when I graduated from college, it was like 98, so I moved here in '98. so you
1: came here straight here. and yeah. then you auditioned for the store. Yep, do with an agent or just like potlucks and uh, it's all you.
4: Bob Oshack recommended me. Yeah,
1: and and yeah, Bob is a, a really good guy. He's he's recommended a lot of people. Yeah, he's a sweet guy. Like he helps a lot yeah. of people. Succeed. Bob Oshak. Yeah.
2: How you doing, Jamie? <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> it's Bob Oshak. So he so you you re- he he recommended you. Yeah, you auditioned for Mitzi. Yeah. And then you got in the first try? No. Uh, First,
4: yeah, first try, I think, yeah, first try they made me a door guy. So you worked there as a door guy? Yep. And then? And I worked there as a door guy, and nothing was really happening. I didn't get another showcase uh, because Mitzi was walking up one night, and I was sitting in the back door area. And I just thought I'd make a little joke or talk. She's like, she goes, how's it going? And I go, well, I don't know about me, but that bathroom, woo!" And she just goes, well, then clean it up. (laughs) 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 So I literally had to clean the bathroom up.
2: (laughs) Because you made
1: a fucking joke. Yeah. So then what happened? So then. (laughs) Wait, what did she say? Then clean it up. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay, so then what happened?
4: And then one night, somebody said something, and she said to me, she goes, do your Louie, Louie Anderson <laughs> impression, which sounds pretty much like, like her.
3: her. Yeah, just, I was going to say, You're he's not, like I go, you ready to play that feud? <laughs> It's hot in here, you guys. Does anybody want a club sandwich? Is this your club? Whose club sandwich is this? Is this yours? Can I have it?
1: Oh my god, dude, dude, dude! This—it's so perfect. Thanks. I love Lou. He's one of my heroes, and I know he's one of your heroes. Yes and it's and i get to work with him cuz i get to do funny you should ask oh yeah yeah dude that is just that's Louie, dude that is so dead on he's, he's seen you he's seen you do it
3: yeah i've seen it i like it <laughs> i told him the first time he did it cuz he opened for me in vegas he said you can keep going when you do me you can just keep going and he <laughs> talk about all the other things i like like shrimp and blueberry pie <laughs>
1: Wait, did you open up for Louis yeah. as Louis? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, see this In Vegas. Wh- how many times? Once, but
4: he That's had how well you. It went? But he had you. I did. I did the. I think it was the either the Riviera or the Rio. I think it was the Riviera, <laughs> and. Uh, I go, you know, I, w- I went up there trying to work the crowd as him. How you doing? It's
2: Louie. <laughs> How are you? <ya? laughs>
3: How's everybody doing?
2: Yeah,
3: <laughs> it's hot in here. Is it hot in here? It is really- it's just me, hum.
2: <sighs>
1: I get hot in here. So you got in the store after like two auditions with Bob. Where is Bob? I don't know. I know
4: he's, uh was writing for... Bob
1: is like one of the sweetest people. Yeah. In the world, let alone he might be the sweetest person in Hollywood. He is, I haven't sweetheart. seen him forever. He's like one of the few people that like are you, I want to help you. You know what I mean? Yeah, he, definitely.
4: Great stand up and hilarious. Hilarious. Really, really could just pull any word and not lose momentum and Yeah. Um Yeah, he's uh he's you know, wrote for years and years and late night. Yeah, I think he was writing on um Ferguson, I think
2: and Yeah.
1: I would see him when I would, like, do guest spots on those, like, you know, appearances. I would see him. Yeah. So, wait. So, you get within the store. So, you're a doorman. I think I remember you when you were a doorman. But it was quick. And then you went up and then, so you did your Louie and then what happened? For her. I did
4: Louie and then I just pretty much got passed right after that. She passed you. Yeah. And then how long did you grind it out? That was, you know, another, I guess, nine months.
1: That's nothing. (laughs) I know, but I I paid for all this on the back end. I know, I know. It really does even itself out. You
4: pay your dues, what, on the the
1: beginning or the the end? Middle or whatever. Yeah, or or you go, yeah, there's like, it's true. It's very few people like hit right away and keep going all the way through. It's happened or. Or very few people take forever, and then hit and keep going. I mean, or there's ups and downs. It's it's very true. Yeah. So wait, so you get in, and then you get the, you, then you get Mad at TV and stuff, and then so then you get SNL right after. Right. Who were you working with in La Jolla? Or were you headlining that weekend after? I SNL? was working with John Reap. You were with John Reap. Okay, another hilarious. What you started with in uh Good Nights? Yeah, hilarious. hilarious. Yeah. So you're working with him, and then you get SNL, and what happens? Fuck, man! The store has so many people that came out of SNL, and it's still continuing. It's awesome. The Punky Johnson, mm-hmm. you know, Leslie Jones, mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah.
4: So then I went to New York, and then uh, so I flew to New York
1: two weeks before nine eleven. But what time is it? It's time to play what? When you eat the cake? No, it's time to play what? <laughs> What the
3: feud? You guys ready to play the feud?
4: He's
1: angry. He's
3: fucking pissed off
4: about something. I went there, and I—I I tell you this too. I—I I, 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 I did stand up on the feud set for the audience. In five minutes. He had me out there doing stand up. Okay. For the feud <laughs> yeah. audience, right? And uh were
1: you just doing him? <laughs> yeah,
4: I pretty much did him for half of it. And uh and then after the show was off uh this we we're done taping, he was in the dressing room, he was like, You want some Diet Coke? <laughs> Diet Coke. And he had like <laughs> ceiling floor to ceiling Diet, Diet Coke
1: cases.
3: <sighs> Do you, you smoke cigarettes? Did you want some <laughs> cigarettes?
1: <laughs> and he had floor to ceiling cigarettes. He's the sweetest man. He's the best. I love Louis. He I, do he, too. I love working with him and he's so fucking funny, dude. Yes. Like he may be the he's he's like top top 5 funniest person of all time. He is. And I sit and he can say anything and I'll cry. I cry at him laughing. Yeah. And then I'm crying at you because it's so perfect. Well mate. don't
3: cry. I mean you don't need to cry. I, I mean let it out
1: on your own time. And But I'm kidding Why he's so great Is because Besides all of that Humor And kindness The empathy Within him Is Unparalleled He's the sweetest guy Yeah I just do But I uh, Cause you're doing Somebody I love And you do doing So perfectly So I wanna get to the facts But I have the phone But you're making me laugh Okay so Dude So you go And you get SNL So what happens so You really had a quick rise. I know you paid for it on the back. I'm paid, ahead. still paying for it okay. during this interview. <laughs> um, I I d- flew out to New
4: York, uh, you know, two weeks before nine eleven. So basically, <sighs> I got ready. We're all there, and then the first day of like the to commercial. A tough
1: time to become yeah. a new cast member.
4: Yeah, yeah. So um, so pretty much uh, that was you know just the
1: first year trying to get on, trying to. But did they have anybody? It was you. It was Daryl, the other one. that was the big impressionist. Um, Daryl was, yeah, he's, it was Daryl yeah. and it was you. I mean, I people mean, can do them, but there's people that specialize in them.
4: Yeah. I mean, uh, at that time. Yeah. And, and Dean could do quite a few. Dean oh was. yeah. It,
1: Dean was there. Yeah.
4: And, um, yeah, that was pretty much it. Just trying to get on. And so I got put in things, doing impressions. Like that's when I get insert inserted and, in, things here. I there. remember
1: I would see you and you would kill and I, but I feel like I was like, cause I knew you even though I didn't really know you, I knew you. I do remember you kind of as the door guy. And then when going up and just killing and they were like, that's the door guy. And then I remember the next thing I know you were fucking at the improv, you were passed and you were fucking destroying. And it was, I was like, who's that? And he was like, he just got SNL. And I remember seeing you and I'm like, they didn't, I don't know if they gave you enough time, but I just remember you were so spot on. I thought they would give you your whole segment, but I'm not sure. I don't remember enough, but I do remember seeing you on it. Yeah.
4: Yeah, no, I mean, uh, I mean, the hardest part is writing and I, I didn't probably apply myself enough, but I I found that real challenging. I mean, I, I had real, you know, I'm not going to make a million excuses about it, but I'd say if I had to do one thing differently, if anything, it would be... A, Learn how to write really well,
1: if you can. So you're at well, like twenty five. So you so you go and you get on. What is a typical? When does the season start in SNL? Uh, September, late September. Late September. Okay, so when do you get to New York? Late uh, August. Yeah, mid mid uh, September
4: I know uh, maybe August. Wow. Yeah.
1: And so what happens? Tell tell us what happens.
4: <laughs> what happens?
1: <laughs> you get to SNL, and then what happens then?
4: You got, do you get a living
1: expense? Not really. I mean, you got setup fee. Yeah, you get a setup fee, and then you have to go find your own place. Yeah. And where did you live? Upper West Side. The first time. You just rented an apartment. Yeah, furnished apartment. And bam! And then you have to go to work. When's the first day of work? First
4: day of work was nine eleven. We were supposed to do commercial parody read-throughs
1: that day. Okay, so then how long... The season was put on hold for, like, what, a month or so? No,
4: we... I don't think it was even put on hold. Wow. I think we were just like, well, we got a show in two weeks. I think that was what happened.
1: So... And so... You just kept trugging along. So your first day is just kind of read throughs, and then you guys are done. Well, we
4: didn't do the first day because the you first day first was nine eleven. So,
1: so, so then a like, typical we, week. I'm sorry. Oh,
4: a typical week. Yeah, first day is meet the host, okay, in Lauren's office, pitch ideas, okay, and then go away and start writing, or come back Tuesday, start writing Tuesday all night. Uh, Do the morning and then do... How late do people stay? Like
1: 5 a.m.? Yeah, yeah. And then come back on... That sh- day. That and, day. And at, like, what time? Like, uh
4: gee, when... I don't know when it was. I forget. Like, something like 12 or something? Come at
1: 12 Maybe. and you pitch ideas. No,
4: 12 on Wednesday we'd read the sketches. So Tuesday night, all night, write the sketches. Wednesday do... Read throughs, yeah, and then they break away from that, and then when they know what's going to get picked, then they start you know going from there.
1: what happens on Thursday
4: walking um, they pick, and
1: then what yeah. happens on Friday
4: um, run throughs um, pretty much things get cut
1: each day, right?
4: no, they get cut between. Dress and when they get cut, I mean, they pick, like, you know, so many sketches after the read-through, and then they get cut the night of, I guess they do
1: get cut, too, during the week sometimes, yeah. So, it's it's sitcom, it's obviously very different, but it's the same type of context, different content, obviously, but it's like, you know, you do block, run through, and then they do a blocking, and then they rewrite, and then, obviously, these are sketches, and that's just one scenario in a sitcom, but and then you have tape night on a friday night and here you have live on a saturday night i mean it's very different but it's the building but
4: there right. aren't rehearsals like it's like it's pretty much just blocking that which i found i mean if you're not used to acting and then there's no like there's no get the timing and there's no you can't, there's no rehearsals there's no real rehearsals you kind of just go through it and they'll block it a little
1: bit and it used to scare the hell out of me Wow. Yeah. So then you're ready, you got to hit all the points because it's this this, this moving organism. Yeah. And you got to go in and you got to you, you got to hit it. Yeah. Like you got to like walk in and someone's walking out and you didn't even rehearse that. Right. And you have to like make sure your mustache kinda, is on. But you go back to like the read
4: through and you I to you, you, you You go through that rhythm of it, you know, the read. That's all you really have. And then, you know. And you're
1: doing it at night in your apartment.
4: Yeah. And then the weird thing was that I was was always told, well, don't learn it too well because between dress and air they'll cut chunks of dialogue and things and add things. So don't know it too well. But then, you know, you got to know it so pretty well, right? I mean. Try to know it.
1: So then after your first show, who was the first host of your show? First was
4: was uh, Reese Witherspoon.
1: It was Reese. And did, how many times did you get on the show? What did you get on? I
4: think it was just once.
1: Once. Think, yeah. And then at the end, you wave. Yeah. And then after that, there's a party?
4: Yeah, there's a party, yeah. There's uh, the first party where you mostly eat and hang out, and it's more so, like, smaller cast, friends, family, this and that, and then... Why um, is it mostly eating? I don't know. It's, like, this where they have the dinner at, you know, they do the food. Then the second party
1: later, there's no food, just... I mean, there's two parties in a night. Two parties. Oh, yeah. Every week. Yeah. So, what time does the second party start?
4: I mean, we just when you're done with the first party, you know, uh. It's like a, Two, three hours for the first one and then off to the second one. And it's like, like at that? a club? Yeah, different uh restaurants, different uh not clubs so much. And what time is that one over? Six AM? It's usually places yeah, oh six, seven, yeah. Right. That's awesome. It's awesome. It's usually something that's like closed, you know,
1: closed Yeah, it's and like a you, secret. It's yeah. for you guys and then like, you know, like I like Prince used to show up and different stuff like that. So was your first party a rager?
4: Yeah, the first, the first party was, uh, I don't remember exactly the first party, but there were a lot of ragers. Yeah. There was a lot of fun, a lot of good times.
1: I mean, just brilliantly funny people on, you know, the institution of comedy with the hottest star of the moment. Right. What wouldn't be fun? and music act at the moment. Oh, so yeah, so then they're playing. Yeah. Who was the band that week with Reese? That was uh Paul Simon. So Paul came and he'll play after?
4: I don't know. I don't think he came.
1: He didn't. But maybe he did. other bands do.
4: Yeah, and hang out and
1: go uh, you know. Like if Coldplay did it, they might come and play at the after party. Yeah. That's and then the, like other like socialites and celebs and influencers and stuff. Yeah, like, you
4: know, Danny, Danny DeVito will get up there with a the saxophone and do his thing, and, uh, you know, we all... Uh, no, I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> well, I believed <laughs> it. <pick> it <laughs> but what time is it? Uh, No, it's time to play what? You guys ready to <laughs> play that feared? <laughs> Every time I say that, you gotta go. What? <laughs> you gotta be ready. <laughs>
3: Show me ready. <laughs> What are the top things that you need to do? What are the number one thing that you can use to uh, protect your skin against sun against the sun? Show me sunscreen. <laughs> it's an easy one, but a lot of people just say mud.
1: Wait, so the how long were you on SNL for? Uh, Three years rounded up. You were. That's did each year get you use more? Yeah, I'd say so. And then when you were done, was it a surprise?
4: Yeah, a little well not really people usually go three to seven years? I don't know. Um I mean just it's it's like you're running uh, I can't explain I can't explain the uh it's like you're running. It's like you're, you know, like you're running from something. It's, and the, jo- it's like you're running away from, I don't know. It's weird. I can't really explain it, but it's, it's, it's this, it's a unique kind of, it's like the kind of pressure, like, it's like, not the pressure to support a family or go out or like fight some disease you have, but the pressure to like come up with ideas when you really don't think you can come up with anything and you just, you go through all that. I think that's the thing is like, like the first year you got a bunch of ideas and, you know, and then the second year you have less and then it's like making an album. Like the first album is great and then it's hard to make another album. And mm-hmm. I think that was the hard part. It's like, well, I've done all the impressions I can do. I, I guess I'll try to learn some and it's just, it gets more challenging. The, the people, the longer you can stay on that show, it's, I think it's pretty amazing.
1: I like that you equated SNL with raising a family and fighting a disease, but it's a different type of hard. <laughs> Those were your three choices. Those seem like hard
4: things to me. <laughs> Fuck it.
1: So, wait, so, did they let you know, or were you, like, knew you were going to go down? I mean, I pretty much knew.
4: I had a feeling. um, But, you know, it's just that kind of thing where you just, you know, yeah, you just, you just lose your, uh, I don't know. You you don't become, it's all about being like the favorite, right? Like, you kind of aren't the favorite. Maybe there are people are more of the favorites now, you know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's hard to, hard to survive. And, uh, I, I think I did my best, but you know, it was a good, good training ground. I mean, if I had gotten, Gone to Groundlings or something, done maybe five years of Groundlings first. Maybe I would have
1: not made the same mistakes, but, but... you did three years.
4: It was okay, yeah.
1: That was like your Groundlings. Yeah. And every week you were on TV. Yeah. And then when you were done, um, what were you thinking your next career move was going to be? Like... Like in terms of were you gonna do more stand up, were you gonna more focus on acting?
4: Well, I I uh I got pretty distracted afterwards for a for a little while. I wanted to really buy real estate because I felt like I had this window of having really good employment for a while and then some money. So I I really got focused on trying to buy a house for a while. hmm And that was so I did that and it kinda of took me out of it. And then I really just wanted to do anything but you know, impressions. So I tried to do music and I think I remember you were doing music. Yeah, I was doing music and you know and then I think I think what my thing was too is I'd get auditions but I had trouble memorizing especially how many pages they give you. It's the night before and I had trouble with that. And I of course Pain. that's gonna affect your performance, you know. Yeah. So, uh, but then I learned how to memorize better through just audio, like read the lines into a recorder, listen to the lines. That helps.
1: But did you ever want to have your own show after that and do like your own variety show or something? I don't know. I, I I don't know.
4: I I I I had to come back to impressions.
1: You know. When did you? How long did you put them down for?
4: Uh, I don't know. Like. I would do them, but I had no passion for it, and I I didn't want to learn new ones. You know, a couple years, two, three years.
1: See, this is why I have so many questions for you. It's, dude, it's like you, Frank, Melissa, Jay Farrow, Dean, I mean... When I think of impressionists, I think of of you guys. That not just impressionists, I think of comedians, but the really, really knock it out, you know. And it's to me, I I fucking love impressions. I love impressions because you do impressions.
4: I do. You're really good at them. You mean oh. it's. I mean you getting in, doing original characters is is the same thing as doing a celebrity impression. It's I the think.
1: same thing. it's just you're making up somebody that somebody doesn't know, and usually you get a character from life and then you you know you get it like from one person or maybe you splice two people together. but it's it's a similar, but with the impression, there's more pressure because it's a known entity. so you have to knock it out of the park or people judge it. And then you know you've got everybody trying to do that person. As opposed to not everyone's going to know the milk, you know, the barista down here in Silver Lake, you know. Yeah. But, look, I I have so many feelings about impressions. Like, I sit here, I could laugh at you all fucking day, dude. I could laugh at Frank fucking all day. I could laugh at Melissa Villanueva all fucking day. Like, and I feel like, I want you to tell me, because I, I would put you on the brush more of impressions... Do you,
4: and Daryl, Daryl can do anyone. You know, it's like you know. For years, I've tried to do different voices, and you know, it's it's um, you know, it's like the old mob scene, you know, back in the forties. Because people, <laughs> you know, there was an embargo, and no one really wanted anything to do with it. You know, and it's Mocadishu and. Wait, did, did you did you live with Daryl? Because he's up on the West Side, I think. And no, I didn't
1: actually. No, I didn't know. So, But here's the thing is that I – do you feel impressions get the respect they deserve? Uh Yeah, I mean, I think it just depends.
4: Impression can mean – I think the word impression gets a bad rap a little bit. Because like, I think when people think impression, they think cheesy, corny, ones that are more hacky that you've seen a million times before, you know. But it's not.
1: If somebody can do somebody really well, I don't care that Jack Nicholson is working at a 7-Eleven. If it's dead on, I like it. Okay, But maybe I'm from fucking Fort Lauderdale and I'm wearing a Hawaiian shirt and I like to drink Mai Tais. Maybe I'm that type of dude. But it doesn't mean you can't put him in a more specific place or whatever or like reverse it. Like I remember um, Phil Hartman would do like subversive versions of it. He would reverse them and do them like in Russian. And it was, I forget his audition was incredible. And so I understand it. But to me, just the the ability to do it is measurable. And it shows you that you have a fucking brilliant ear. Not a lot of people can do. And it's acting. It is acting. Acting. And it's fucking, it's, it's, I just, I get really fucking butthurt about it because I think like a good impression is, is Oscar worthy and with comedy they're like oh that's cute you know a little party trick it's nice but like since it's not some deeper material but it's not it's no different than somebody portraying in my left foot I mean I don't know the character's name but Daniel Day-Lewis is brilliant in and he won an Oscar but he became someone else when I mean, you become an impression you become someone else
4: yeah that's how I feel about it because it's um like doing Dustin Hoffman oh god is like you know he just he just talks like this it's <laughs> the face. i had uh i had the i made some some dandelion root tea and i i didn't make the water hot enough, so it didn't get it didn't get too uh dark oh. <laughs> the face dude, you got the face don't talk to me like that, yes, don't look at me like that, <gasps> yeah. There was a, there was a, there was there was a direction that we didn't want to go in, but we had to go. We had to go in some direction. So we went in. We went and, We went. And,
1: we went into we that direction.
0: Yeah,
1: dude. No, you went there. You like, you for a minute. You didn't even realize I was here. I still don't know you're there. I believe that. See, that's what I'm saying. No, there's not There's not many people. This is a rarefied talent.
4: You know what I mean? I appreciate it. Thank you very it's much. It's just the truth. And I feel like... what? How do you know what the truth is anymore?
1: For me, my opinion, it's my truth. Are you sure you know what you see? I think I just saw you become Dustin.
4: There was a... I had a York a Yorkshire collie. Was it a Yorkshire collie? It was a Yorkshire it was a terrier, I think. It was a terrier. It was a shit dog. Shit shit everywhere.
1: Yeah. No wait, did you did you meet him?
4: Yeah. Did he do the show? No, but we're talking talking to his family right now actually. About maybe coming on my show. We'll see. Dude. I hope. That'd
1: be sick. Hoffman to Hoffman. Oh, my God. Warrior. Dude. Dude. That would be fucking insane. I love how I, gotta, <laughs> I have to move my lips because if I don't move my lips, they're going to fall off. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, 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 wait. I got to interrupt myself. What did you notice about that video? You like that hoodie, huh? For right now, I'm offering a limited time special. That's right. Hoodie. From Malibu's Most Wanted, this is B-Rad. It's a limited, limited hoodie authenticated by me. And we're only gonna do 25 of each, that's right, 25 of each. And that's it, the link is down below. Click it if you wanna be part of the B-Rad army. All right, now I'm gonna cut back from myself to myself. All right, guys, since I've been doing these videos, I got my first sponsor, <laughs> a new hand sanitizer. I want to talk to you about this video sponsored you by JizOff. Now you're laughing, you go, know, what the? What's JizOff? You doing porn? No. JizOff is a new sanitizer company. Their motto is JizOff because it's funny. They came to me because, like, you know, I have Jizzy TV on Roku and, like, you know, people used to call me Jizzy as my nickname. It's like a rap thing. But their motto is that the world is covered in germs and now more than ever we have to get rid of the germs, the schmutz, the schmegma, or as these two ladies who invented it call it, Jiz. And it doesn't have to mean that. It could just mean like jizz is the new germs. That's their motto. It smells really good. Like, kind of like fresh, like fabric softener. And it's got a lot of oils in it. So I don't know if you notice this, but when I use the other stuff, my shit gets dry. It's soft. It smells good. It doesn't leave your hands dry. And uh, they also have masks, you know, jizz off. That'd be great. You walk in the supermarket,
2: jizz off, man! Hey!
1: A funny sanitizer that's really, actually really good and works. The link is uh, right here in the description. Listen, get rid of the germs, get rid of the dirt, and in these crazy times. Jizz it off. How long do you take to study an impression? I want to know if you really study it, if you do it once or twice and then boom. I know how you do. I guarantee you do what I think you know, I do and a lot of people do is you find that one or two phrase and you hook on. And you repeat it? Yeah. But do you sit in the mirror just, and do it?
4: It just depends on how into it I am. How the, how how much I... The intensity yeah. that I want to learn.
1: Yes, it's so true. You have to really want to know. You yeah. have to really want to do the person.
4: Like when I grew up with David Letterman, like since I was like 12 years old, I had my own TV and I would watch David Letterman. And I just... I just love David Letterman. So it's just... it Naturally, at some point, I don't know when. I don't know how uh you just start to uh, put together this aromatic uh, 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 incandescent uh, 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 bullshit <laughs> you would hope at some point i don't know when i don't know how uh, but but the, the the decor in here is 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 uh, is, is is prosecutable <laughs> It just, for no for no necessary rhyme or reason, here's a baseball, here's a guy who's taking a piss, here's, I don't know, these are from the foreign legion. You know.
3: <laughs> Yo, what, what
1: time is it? What time is it? It's ra- are you ready to play that feud? <laughs> Dude, what's so brilliant is that you say the lines that they would say on top of the... Brilliant facial and the timing and everything you're doing, but you also say he would Dustin Hoffman would not say Foreign Legion, David Letterman would it, it, because
4: because the Foreign Legion and again this is uh, not by any uh, consequence or uh, or uh, uh, indefinite <laughs> demeanor, uh, but but the, it just you could almost hold the matchstick and, and bend it with either finger. I don't know how, uh, but again it's up to you. Ooh-hoo-hoo.
1: So how long did you work on Letterman? Letterman was like that, an that's like your. I mean, that's muse, just
4: though. over time. I think I got better at it. You know, over time, putting little things in it. You know, I like to just start go going, I, not knowing what to say. You know, S- you know, straight up improv, just just start talking and just see if
1: I can make that sound like something. You know, and so you how if you have the tensity of somebody that you want to do how do you practice it if at all i
4: think i like to watch a lot of the person okay and not not try to do it just take it in just hear it let it just get lost in my subconscious or something you know just just take in especially if i don't know where to start with it Mm -hmm. because i don't like to just Jump in Because when I'm wrong Then I'm hard on myself For being Not having it Good enough Quick enough mm-hmm. Just take my time like, and Go ahead oh, I was just going to say Like Pinkman was an example Of that from, from, from Breaking Bad That one took me a while And I just Kept watching Breaking Bad You know I loved the show And then after a while I just kind of talk like this Yeah Yeah Yo, does it even make any sense to you that we'd have to wait out here for this long bitch?
1: <laughs>
2: right?
4: Mm-hmm. Right, Mr. Mister White? Right? Right? White?
1: Rice? Yeah. Bitch? So how many impressions would you say you do? Oh, I don't know. um, Maybe like 30. 30. Somewhere around there. And how many do you like to do? Probably like 10 do you have any one that you're working on that you're excited about new or no um i'm gonna
4: start working on a couple but i haven't started yet um i mean willem defoe's kind of a newer one dude it's so good thanks take your time i just i just i just can i do him from american psycho remember he's detective kimball I just have to ask some preliminary questions from my files. And then Christian Bale's Patrick Wayne was like, sure, go ahead. So um, what restaurants do you go to? Johnny's, Wald Cafe, Arturo's, Sally's. Don't you already know all this?
1: <laughs> I just wanted
3: to see if you knew.
1: That's so
3: I just wanted to see if you knew. <laughs>
1: What about when he says, wait, say this line and you're going to love it. You weren't there, Kovic. You weren't even there.
4: You weren't there, Kovic. You weren't even there.
1: You know what that's from? What? Born on the 4th of July. You will love that scene, dude. Oh, nice. You have to, when they're in Mexico and they're fighting in wheelchairs, him and Tom Cruise. Nice. That's like a William Defoe. he gets crazy. It's great. I love him. He's fucking incredible. He's the best. You just... William, he just interviewed uh, Bob Saget, I think. Did Willem do it? Did he? I think Willem interviewed Bob. Okay, because I interviewed him, too. Bob as as Jimmy Fallon. Oh, Jimmy Fallon interviewed Bob. No, I interviewed... Yeah, me as Jimmy. No, Jimmy... F- see, I'm doing you what you do now. I'm not... I'm I'm, at, I'm, also, I'm faking you out with... Spider-Man. I,
3: I, I just wanted to see if you knew. <laughs> That's not the information I
1: received See, here's one of the things I love Is that you'll do He's very obscure I don't know anybody That does Willem Yeah And then you'll do Richard Attenborough David Attenborough, yeah David Attenborough
2: This tiny speck of dirt Is not just a speck of dirt Inside are mustard spiders, <laughs> millions of them.
3: <laughs>
2: ah. <laughs> ah. <Nice>. A, s- <laughs> A snowfinch. finch. Measuring almost a foot in length, he spends most of his time completely motionless. See, here's the thing is, why isn't
1: Comedy Central just... <sighs> do you understand, like, how do you feel? Do you think the state of comedy is confused?
4: It is, but you know what's great? It's, it's, <sighs> it's independent as it's ever been. So it, it you is create your own islands.
1: It is dude. Speak on that. But what I mean by confused and I'll go back to it, but see what you're going to say.
4: No, it, do it the way you want to do it and then keep doing it. And then maybe
1: someone will take it as it is. Well, you can, what well, the beautiful thing about your show is you couldn't do it any other way. And it's perfect for your voice. And it's you. And it came through your loins and your brain and it's your fucking talents. And it's Perfect. But, like, you couldn't pitch that. And I and I, I don't want to call out Comedy Central and different things, but it's like, if you were just to sit into a meeting, this is why someone like me should be a president of a network. And you, too. There's not enough of us in, in, in the networks because if you sit there and you need, if you just rift with somebody, if they just say, okay, we got to give you a show or we got to figure out what you want to do. Like, just David Attenborough, Doing interstitials on Comedy Central.
2: Hi, I'm David Attenborough. The world doesn't have long, and neither do I. So you might want to try some Listerine if your breath is foul, and maybe from another era or age. Maybe you need some breath spray, you bitch. <laughs> I don't even.
3: Well, <laughs> what time is it? You guys ready <laughs> to play the feud? Show me time
1: <laughs> that's what I'm saying, but it's don't you think that you should just have a job in comedy forever? Don't you think people should just be throwing thousands of dollars at you because
2: be nice, but-
1: I do I think that and you will be, and it will. you're just so talented, dude, thank you. you fucking are so talented it I'm crying. And it's like, it's, I just hate it. I just, I think people, so much people get caught up in all the bullshit and like, what's cool, what's popular. I just, I just care about what's good. What in, what elicits an emotion? But this is the thing. It's like, what's
4: great about the internet is that they all come to it, right? Yes. Whereas it's not coming to them. It's not being presented to people that could care less, don't get it, don't want to listen to it. Not their thing. I mean, it's harder to get that going, but you know, I mean, things catch on. You know, just keep doing it. I guess had John Lovitz today. That was oh, a lot that's of fun! Great. Was so great. Who, did you call him up? Uh, I did.
1: Yeah, I. Why? Well, yeah, messaged I gotta him. get him to come here. Will he come here? As you he just yeah, doing I think Zoom? he might. I think he might. Do you, what who interviewed him?
4: A Doctor Phil. Yeah. <sighs> Hey, John. Hey, fuck you, John. At the end, we're getting a fight. Are you dead? Hey, fuck you, John. Fuck you, Dr. Phil.
1: (laughs) Yeah, okay, buddy. (laughs) We're just, like, going for it. It's fun. So when you pick an impression, do you pick, like... What happens if you feel like, because, like, sometimes I want to do someone, but so many people do them. So it's like, how do you navigate that?
4: Yeah, it's almost like uh, that's what makes me not want to do those ones. Because it's like, well, they've already cracked the code. They've already. It's almost like if I do it, it almost seems like I'm. You're hacking. Almost like I'm hacking into the system. It's not true, though. It's not really true because those are universal things about that person that everyone
1: would agree. Easier. Oh, I know. It's easier to do somebody who's broad, right? Yeah, like a, like a Dr. Phil's easier. Like there's more to grab onto. Yeah. That's what It's harder to do Kevin Costner.
4: Yeah, you have to f- really find that thing that that everyone also agrees with is true. Yeah. You know. You know, it's like um yeah, but then some of them, like, I've done ones like Willy Wonka or something. One that people have done, you know. Oh, you do Gene Wilder. There's no way of knowing. Mm-hmm. There are good things. There are good days.
3: Yes, fine, good.
1: On we go.
4: <laughs> you know. Yeah. There are little things, you know, like, um. so I'm, so the... The factory closed down in oh eight because
3: well there was there was an outbreak. There's an outbreak of sugar candies. Sugar tiny. I can't do it
4: right. <laughs> I can't think of any of the dialogue. I had ginger gonzaga on and I did Willy Wonka. Who's that? She's great. Hilarious. Gorgeous girl on um she was in comedian. Uh, yeah, she's been in a lot of things. Okay, I'm sorry. Um.
3: So are you? Are you okay? Is there any particular reason you're sitting in a bathtub? Yes, good, fine. On we go. Do you want some something to drink? Maybe some, I don't know, lemon water.
4: Something like that.
1: I like that one. It's not bad. No, I, I, dude, there's nothing that's going to be bad that you do. Thank you. Sweet. So you wanted to work together. What did you want to do?
4: Yeah, what should we do? We could do a deep fake?
1: Well, I was trying to, like, I haven't been working on impressions, but I actually have one I'm going to try on you. But I don't think anyone's done it. Okay. But I don't have them yet. So I'm going to try a couple and you'll tell me if you like them. All
0: right. Okay. You know Warren Buffett? Yeah. Well, my idea was if you took 18 cents and you put it in the stock market in 1933, do you know what it would (laughs) be worth right now? I'm just hypothetically what I'm trying to tell you. That's great. Uh, That would be perfect. It would be worth $433,000. If you took 10 cents and you put it in Gillette, Gillette razor, you understand, everyone has got to shave. Well, <laughs> if they have to shave. You know what you'd have? I'm not there It's you. really good, though. It's not bad? It's really funny.
4: Yeah, Cause cause I, don't I don't know. I don't think anybody does I don't know it. what he sounds like all the way, but he's like. But you know the,
1: what? That's like, I would believe that sounds just like him. So if I deep fake that, I was thinking I could come on your show as Buffett. Buffett. Yeah, that'd It'd be give, cool. And like some weird buddy if like William Dafoe interviewed Warren Buffett. Yeah, William Dafoe or uh,
4: maybe Hannibal Lecter. That's a good one. I did Brad Garrett with Hannibal Lecter. Oh,
3: yeah. I was <laughs> I like, did. you attended UCLA for less than two months before dropping out to Korean comedy. Want to get out? Want to get anywhere? wanted to get all the way to CBS? <laughs> Your mother's name is Barbara. He was her homemaker. Your mother's name is Albert. He was a hearing aid salesman. Cut off a man's hair. I can still feel it tickling. Tell me when your little hairs on the bathroom floor. Where are they tickling you?
1: <laughs> Wait. Okay. What about? Okay. So you as me. And I kind of used to do this one, but I haven't. No one ever would have got it since he's older. I'm James Mason, and. There we are, the two-toodle of the totalitarianism. I don't have him yet. That's I, really good, though. I have to think what he says. I'm James Mason. That's all I can have to think about, like some of his lines. But I could, that's yes. in my, because you find your cadence and yeah. what your voice can do. I feel that you can do, I don't know what your tone is. I don't know if you're baritone or what, but because you're a great singer, and I don't even have to ask you to no, know you're doing music because anyone who can do impressions can sing. I can't sing like normal. I can sing like... Uh, I'm sure you can, dude. I can carry a tune, too, but I'm not. like. But it's because of the ear thing. So James Mason was... I just, he was, like, in my wheelhouse. So I, I have to think of, like, that was in my wheelhouse. So this is what... Tell me if you like this one. This is why I've never seen anyone do this one either. You know Dick Vital?
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, baby. Look at him. He's coming down the court, baby. He's young, baby. He's a type of dandy, baby. He jumps out of the gym, baby. Oh yeah, he's a Del Taco two for one, chalupa,
1: <laughs> baby. Like I don't have them yet. That's but, good, that too. But so, so you have
4: like you have like ninety percent of those.
1: Yeah, like I would have to sit and work. You know, it's a pain. But like I can, those ones come in my ear, and I can kind of say enough of them. But they take work. But it's almost like if you start
4: writing it, you can write it to where you say it right. Yes. And it's almost like that writing process is kind of what gets you to do the impression because you don't know what they're going to say, right? I mean, that's how I feel about it. It's like I got to write some of this out so that I can, you know, I can't just start doing it. So you're asking me, like, which impressions I to do the best. Well, there's like 10 of them because I feel like there's really only 10 that I can Get real fluid in, you know?
1: Well, I I mean, I don't want to say it, but, like, I love you in less than zero, and I'm amazed at what you're doing now. You know, it's like, you know,
4: this, sort of like this Fandango, this weird multi-clism weird, like, you know, you know, voodoo. <laughs> it's like voodoo in a bottle. It's like bullshit, but it's like it makes sense because you go to the ATM machine, and you can only pull out $300. It's like, what else do you need the money for? She's your ATM. You draw a check, or you just like pay the guy in a couple of days. So it's like this weird, like this cathartic, like you know, postmodern, like you know, weird, like confectionery bullshit. It's <laughs> <Just>, like bullshit. <laughs> That's one that you really groove in. <laughs>
1: you love doing R D J.
4: Well, it's like you know, it's like I sound like a surfer. Yeah, it's like hang ten, you know, cowbunga dude. But I don't really mean it because it's like I don't even like sunscreen. I don't like sunburns or sunscreen or sun bullshit, like it's sun kissed or, you know, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, he's, yeah, he, that's so good. Cause nice. it's like, it is a surfer, but it's, it's, this, its own. I
4: cock my head back and forth because, yeah. you know, I don't really do manual labor so I can kind of mince. Yes. You know, it's like, you know, not Dan Minch, but like just regular mince.
2: <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, just
4: like, you know, chocolate covered this, you know, this weird post, you know, this post apocalyptic bullshit. Like there's nothing in the fridge, nowhere to go, nothing to do, door doesn't even shut, you know, this kind of thing.
3: Hey, <laughs>
1: so right, here's one more. and Then I'll go back on conversation. This was what I used to do, but I don't really have them yet. And I never really did them all the way. But I think a couple people did him. But you might do him. I don't know if you do him. <laughs> um, <laughs> so. This became I was worked. I went to uh, I went to an acting class, and long story short, one of the years, Dustin Hoffman's daughter Jen. You know her? No, no but yeah, I bet you're talking. To, she was in my class. And that's where I got to, I met Dustin at our graduation, and he was, like, the nicest guy. And he was, like, told me, like, you know, just go for it, you know. And, um, and then I went to a summer program because I wanted to learn Shakespeare. So I got into this program. I did a summer, and they had, like, professional actors talk. And one was Alan Rickman. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I don't know if you do. That guy's him, so good. No, I don't. But, but I love him. But <laughs> he, I was like, there's something that nobody really does. And I, I asked him. And I was fucking totally American, fucking bright-eyed, bushy town. I go, Mister Rickman, what was it like when you went from like doing Hamlet to going into being in the Die Hard? Because he really didn't give a fuck about movies. He was like a fucking board walker, you know. Yeah. So it was almost like a step down for him. But the money was getting. He goes, he <laughs> this is what he said to me, He goes.
0: The limousines get darker.
1: I don't know if they have it That's yet. really good too. <laughs> yeah. He was
0: like, "The limousines get darker." I don't have.
1: I have. had to listen to him more, but
0: he was Limousine over. Yeah, yeah, I know. Mister McLean, Mister Joseph Tukaki. I don't have him yet. I had him, but he it's was good. such
1: a good. Deep, thick voice, and he just would like boom through the whole oh, class. Goodness. But he was like, I was like, I was a stupid question. Yeah, I was like, it's like not Bard, not all the <laughs> things he won, not the Royal Academy, all all this stuff. I like go, what was it like to work with Bruce Willis and being Die Hard and going <laughs> to He's Like Sigh.
0: the limousine, get It was so deep.
1: All right. That's so good But it's not there yet But I like See that's weird Those are weird ones But I think I've seen see, A couple people doing. them You
4: just showed me That you could do Morgan Freeman It's uh, You have that That kind of regist-
1: You can get to that I heard a teeny bit there Wait can you do Morgan That's Frank I can't He does them brilliantly You but, know who <sighs> does them Really good too Is uh, Josh Robert Thompson I know him I know He's him. A really good He does a good George Lucas too Oh yes, that was the round table. Yeah, where you were on that round table. Yeah. What was that called again? That was, that was so good. It was like a collider deep fake round oh, table. It was you as RDJ, the other guy, and it was Jamie. Was it Jamie uh, Costa? Yep. Jamie Costa is so good. Yep. He doesn't want to do comedy. Why? He, I, I don't know. He's such a good impression. I mean, he does. He's he just doing comedy. He did the, I never see him do stand up. He doesn't want to do stand-up. No, but I, I've i seen him do at least eight, like, dead-on impressions.
4: Yeah. And also, uh, Evan Ferrante yeah. did Tom Cruise. This is the best Tom Cruise. Yeah.
1: That's so—oh, that George Lucas was so fucking good. Yeah. And it was Mark Ellis. The,
4: yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, so, so Josh Robert Thompson did John—what's um, what's his name? The—oh, uh, no. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. So
1: you did two. Yes.
4: So you did two, two different
1: ones. See now, go his that was brilliant too. His Goldblum, but see, I feel like a I. How do you do that when, Like I, there are people that do Goldblum. I mean, the thing is, is if you do it right, it's
4: gonna sound like all the Goldblums, right? Like if you do a good Goldblum, it's gonna sound like everybody that does Goldblum. I mean, that's like that's the major problem. It's like yeah. you can paint the the wall, but it's like somebody just painted it that color. And that's the right color for it. I don't know. It's just like, I don't know what I'm talking about. But uh, I don't know. It's like, go for the ones that nobody does because that's more fun, I think.
1: Yeah, but it's nothing wrong with a Jack Nicholson impression. No, there's nothing wrong with it either. No. <sighs> it's annoying, though. It's not like the audience will eat it up. Look, it's it, the fucking hipster comics that are like, <laughs> I guess I guess it's this. Like, what do you fucking do? if you If you want to do it, then do it. I know, but people call you hacky.
4: It's stupid. It's not. I know. It's not really. It's not. It's fucking brilliant. But there's another word for it, you know. What is it? Talented? Well, you want to do something different with it. Yeah. I mean, I think it,
1: yeah, I don't think it totally matters who you do. It's it's kind of what you do with it. But, like, Danny Gans had, like, 100 voices he would do in Vegas. And that was his thing. And then it's like a Vegas show or whatever. But still doesn't mean it wasn't amazing. Right. But like, you know, maybe that was too many. I don't know. But like, I think doing impressions is fucking funny. So if I do them, I try to sell them with the joke. Like, I use it like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Running down like blah, blah, like Marge Simpson or something. And then throw it in. And then like kind of use it as a tool. But I... I just love them, and I love characters, and I love acting out stuff, and I think that's part a big thing of comedy. I'll tell you something; you'll tell me what you feel. So, I did a show before the pandemic, and this it was a sweet show, and it was like like you were saying, comedy has never been more. What was the word you used? Um, <sighs> controversial. No, it's independent. Independent. Yeah. yeah independent. So, like, like, like anyone can do. It And people can find, you can build your own little lane and Fife And I did, and the good thing is I do shows with all types of people. Now is the time for the mint? Sorry. Did you smell your breath on the mic? This is our marijuana mints. Oh, you're getting there. Okay. So. I'm timing my drive home. <laughs> so I did a show and this was like young comics and older comics, a mix of known and unknown. And this guy came up to me and he was like, hey, you know, was like, I'm really, it was, was like old school. Like, what do you mean? He's like, well, you really, you really went for it. You, you, you act, you know, you, you committed. And I was like, well, what? well, that's comedy, isn't it? And he's like, he's like, yeah, but well, you're not scared to get like big and sometimes look, you know, crazy or stupid. And I was like, well, that's comedy. Like, you go, you can fucking just sit there and deliver drugs like this, or you can also be, you can do it both. Yeah, but it's kind of funny. Do you feel like that? That sometimes people feel like if you're so big, it's like too much.
4: Yeah, I mean, I don't think people know what they want or not even know what they like. You know, I think like, you know, things have to get like a seed of popularity or whatever before people can. Because I I feel like people don't even know what people. I've done a lot of shows where people don't even know I'm kidding, like some of it, you know, like in the middle stuff where you do a joke and then in the middle you say or not, you know, you do a joke and then you you just say something off the top of your head. Like that stuff will just go over people's heads. Oh yeah, but that's the funnest stuff. Like saying, just saying something crazy and being sarcastic or being weird or something. And like to me, that those are the f- those are the funnest moments. Yeah, or just just being silent until they're all. You know, I don't know. Like, um, I miss performing. I haven't done any of uh, live
1: stuff in a while. There are some shows. I mean. Are there? There's like fields. You like it? Park in a in a way, dude. It's I do. It's very freeing, and people really love. They're, they're really appreciative. It's actually beautiful. Where is it? <sighs> uh, Renee Vaca and Robert Zapata have a killer show at a parking structure in Van Nuys. Tammy Joe and her wife have a great show at the Magic Castle. Um, Max and uh, Melissa Dawn have a great show starting at the Roosevelt at the pool. Then there's nice. shows at like the baseball. Field. There's a show. Not there's a lot of shows. There like there's little there's pop ups. I'll tell you a bunch, but I mean you work it out. Do ten minutes. If you just went on and fucking just riffed for ten minutes. You just murder. I mean, it would be good for your psyche, dude. I'd like to do it. Yeah, you just, because you got to, I think it's good for you to get out. I didn't know there was anything going on. There is. Have you been online? I haven't really. It just started getting busy again, though. Yeah, because I thought it went away. It did, and then it started coming back. Okay. But, like.
4: With the restaurants? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess the restaurants are somewhat open. But do you, yeah, I mean, you got to get, you got to get out. Yeah, I need to. Are you up by the factory? Yeah. You and Bill? Yeah. And um, Johnny?
4: Johnny and... uh, And Dan. And Dan, yeah. That's the the foursome. Danny Green. Yeah. (laughs) Are you a Vegemate? We did Vegemates, yeah. It's good, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's good. Did that mint just kick Wait, in? Wait, you mean Vegemite? Yeah. No, it's not good. <laughs> veg- you had your mind? It was good. I watched yours, too. You are really into it. I it's
1: didn't, so good. That's so weird <laughs> of you to be into it. I was into it. Vegemite. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever... Australians are the only people who don't, don't think you can do their accent. You noticed that... They're a very yeah. arrogant group of people. About their accent, yeah. And it's like they're the most... It's the most obvious accent to do, like... It's
4: like the one I want to do
1: wrong the most, though. Yeah, to get to. Hello,
4: mate. <laughs> you know, just to yes, get the full trajectory on it. Hello, mate. <laughs> it's just... a good day. <laughs> Sometimes they sound German. They, so, they sound so Australian, they sound German.
1: It's a good
4: day. <laughs> okay, Mr. Gloob.
1: Yeah, you say this to the. I used to just say, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And they go, no, mate, sounds nothing like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They get so worked up about it. Oh yeah, man, they just can't. Yeah. Dude, they almost
4: ask you to do an impression <laughs> of them know,
1: they <laughs> t- so they can shit on you. They really think that they're super intelligent people. They think yeah. they're the world's greatest thinkers. Yeah. They created Uber. And they think they're the best-looking people. They are very good-looking people, and they're brawn, and they're sporty. But they really don't think that you— They think they're, like, this unique being that you can't capture their essence or something. And that, to me, it's just in one word. Yeah. Ye yeah. 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 Like, Dan gets it. Today is a good day. <laughs> Dan gets it. Yeah. Because I think a lot of Australians are bogans. You know what a bogan is? No. A bogan. Yeah. Raw, Now let me. Do, I mixed like three things there. Bogan is their like version of like a deep, deep bush person, like we have in Arkansas. So it's a real thick. Like thinking of, a lot hi, like hey, my I'm trying to think. Hey, y'all go down there. Y'all see the uh, caterpillar tractor? Like they would stretch it out so it'd be like, yeah. Right, well, yeah, I had a knife, and the guy, the the bloke, no, the bloke, the, uh, the blimey, something, it's just, it's really stretched out. Yeah. Like, say, like, I want a Vegemite sandwich in the sun, but stretch it out. Yeah, bloke wanted a Vegemite sandwich, yeah, in the sun. (laughs) <laughs> and they they don't think that's them. They think that sounds like it's Spanish. You know what I did to Dan when he first moved in, huh? Every time he
4: had something in his hand, and I would go, "That's not a knife." And then he had anything he had in his hand. He never had a hand. He never had a knife in his hand. Yeah. So I would do it every time. That's not a knife. That's not a knife, and then. Don't even do the accent? Dan, that's
1: not a knife. Uh, (laughs) But what would David Attenborough say?
2: That's not a knife. (laughs) And I don't want anything to do with it.
1: Hold on. So David Attenborough, he's hooked up with a 26-year-old man at Jamba Juice. What happens?
2: Well, nothing much happens because... Neither one of us had a condom. (laughs) (laughs) I'm afraid we both went home (laughs) (laughs) empty-handed. Oh, shit, dude.
1: See, this is what we could do. We could do like a deep fake. Why not David Attenborough and... James Mason.
4: Yeah, James Mason. What's the first one you did? Oh, Warren Buffett, oh, Warren Buffett. <laughs> those two guys.
1: <laughs> Be the gray hair and stuff, or the white hair. Yeah, I have to have the your, the guy who does your deep fake. Go you ahead, can do it, yeah. Go ask Warren a question.
0: Well,
2: I'll start. Ah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, well, Mr. Attenborough, if you are, if you took. What do you uh, call it in your country? Uh, Is it pounds, uh, shillings? Uh, What is it?
2: Pounds!
0: All right. So if you had like eight or nine pounds, if you invested just nine pounds in Coca-Cola in 1947, do you know how many uh, euros you would have right now? How many? You would have uh, over over a thousand. I'll tell you that. (laughs) I'll tell you that. Uh, I don't have my calculator here. (laughs) I usually have. Bruce has it, but uh,
2: you sound malnourished.
0: Well, I I actually uh, I eat a lot of I I McDonald's every day. I bought stock in 1947, but uh, I I held it. You know, you reinvested dividends, and that you're betting on America. That's what you're betting on. You're oh, betting on America.
2: I'm betting on. You need to take a shit. <laughs> <laughs> and probably a nasty one, too. <laughs> you know, a shit that has hair on it. <laughs> a hairy shit. <laughs> Dude, that's a real type of shit. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Is fucking Attenborough, God rest, is he alive?
4: He's still alive, thank God. God
2: rest his soul, dude. No, he's
4: alive. God bless his soul. Oh, is that God rest his soul? Richard,
2: where's Richard? My brother Richard is a closet (laughs) homosexual. (laughs) But he's never going to tell you that. (laughs) Show me gay. (laughs) Oh, God, dude. You're probably going to get letters but I don't care because I'm a crazy (laughs) motherfucker.
1: Tell me how many impressions you do off the top. You do 30. Could be just the other names. You don't have to do them, and I might. Um, (laughs) Let's see. Uh, Louis,
4: uh, Hannibal Lecter, Willy Wonka, uh, the ones I haven't told you. Let's see. Uh, Jimmy Fallon. I saw him, yeah. Um... Hannibal Lecter, Jimmy Fallon, Willie Wonka, Louis Anderson, Letterman, Willem Dafoe, Robert Downey oh.
1: Jr. Um, Dude, I can't remember. We just have to do the show. We Let's have do to it. just have a show. Let's do it. Were you? Let's do it. I, see, I want to bring back. I'm not gonna tell people, but I want to bring back like my show experiment. But it's like, what can you do now? Because everyone gets mad. And, I, like, but I want to do, like, celebrity, like, literally, dude, you, I've seen you, you look like RDJ when you're in the makeup. A little bit. Sue, so that would be, like, a, an element of just adding. Yeah, it's
4: just, like, you know, we could do this basically, like, hook up weird Jamba Juice, like, backwards, weird, strange, cathartic, you just, like, blowhole thing. Check, like I didn't say I wanted fried eggs, I said I wanted boiled eggs, but nobody knows what that means anymore, so I had fried eggs. Don't you think it's weird and strange and also weird and strange that I do this a lot? I do I do my hair, I feel good, you know? It's you know, it's like a whole thing,
1: you know. <laughs> when you go up on stage, do you do your impress- I don't really see you do it on oh, stage. Yeah. But you do a mix of things.
4: A little bit, yeah. Run around, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. But I haven't done it in a year. So I don't even know if I can do stand-up anymore. Might have to leave it alone. I think you can. Let's do it. Gotta do... We'll do a special appearance by David Attenborough. We'll do it live first. (sighs) We'll have wigs. I want to do the deep fake. No, we got to do the deep
2: fake, yeah. Oh,
0: God damn it. I'm crying, bro.
1: Do you think that comedy is going to be in trouble? I mean... Um, Do you mean in terms of like what people... I think
4: it's going to... I think that already it's... You know, people are censoring themselves and they're not trying things. And yes. People just go, oh, you can't say that. And then they go, oh, I can't say that. And then you start telling themselves you can't say anything. And if you tell yourself you can't say anything, you're not going to say anything. It's just going to be... Yeah, It's up to you to really go, look, I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm going to just do this. And I, you know, maybe you have to thread the needle more, but I think it's accomplishable. But you I mean that old style of comedy is, that's what, that's, I don't know, I hope that survives, you know, the Jim Norton and the Brian Holtzmans and, all, you know, the guys that just say whatever they want. I know, dude, you know. I mean, I, I don't worry about those guys as much as I do about people that think they could have done that kind of thing and then they don't want to because they're afraid to. Like, you know, they're young and they're like, you know, I, I think I have that in me to be like a Jim Norton or a Holzman or something like that. And they just, they go, that's not a good, I don't know, because they're scared of the friend. Yeah. I'm afraid. I don't, I'm always, I'm a, when I'm doing the show, it's like I'm, But what, you don't do anything bad I try not to say anything, you know (sighs) That doesn't
1: Do you think that Why do you think it's gotten so bad? I have my opinion
4: I don't know I don't know 100% Okay
3: (laughs) Show me (laughs) Show me brain (laughs) anulus Show me Somebody Are you ready? (laughs) Can't, so we cul- Show me cancel culture. Show me cancel culture. But you ever do that? You ever done that? You ever
1: do that? You ever do that? You ever do that? See, then you went into Dustin. This is brilliant. Watch this. Louis starts Family Feud and then he hands it over to Dustin, but they don't, it just naturally happens.
3: Hey, everybody, I'm Louie Anderson, and you're watching The Family Feud. You never know who's going to stop by.
4: <laughs> Warrior, are you? How you doing?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. That's incredible. Okay, now hold on. What do you think is going to happen with comedy? Do you know why, why people get so offended? Tell me your opinion, or I'll tell you mine. I think they aren't offended. They're not. I don't think they're actually
4: offended. I don't think anyone is. No, they're actually, not. But they. They feel like they have to be offended. They yeah. have to act offended. Yeah. you have to be appalled by something. Yeah. But I just find it amazing that you can literally have a comedy club where you go in there and you know what the deal is. You know, when you go there, they're going to say whatever. They're going to make fun of this. They're going to do this. But now it's like you can't even do it there. I think that's. That's,
1: it's like going to the gym And sweating on weights And people get mad Sweat on weights is the product That's football. a really good way of putting it Right not, not sweaty weights
4: Sweat on weights Yeah Which was a, I think the first porno film I ever saw
1: Sweat on weights Yeah Didn't Attenborough direct that
2: I, I actually Associate produced it <laughs> <laughs> Dude, wait. Do you know
1: by the way they just cloned a ferret? Oh my gosh. Dude, you got to put only take one minute next time because there's certain facts you need to know. They just fucking cloned a ferret that went out of commission in 1988, a black-tailed ferret extinct. Really? 33 years later. Brought it back to life? Yes, from DNA of a dead ferret. And you know what that is?
4: Welcome. Now you can bring Rush Limbaugh back to
3: life. (laughs) I
1: was gonna say welcome to Jurassic. It's your line. Welcome to is that oh he did that line? Yes.
2: Welcome to Jurassic Park.
1: Yes. Welcome. he
2: Welcome to Jurassic Park.
1: That's exactly how he said it. You never saw him say that? No. Did you ever see Jurassic Park? I parts of it. It's, you know what? I was supposed to see
4: it in the movie theater and I didn't, and then I'm like, everyone told me, Oh, you should, yeah, you had to have seen it in the movie theater, so I never watched it.
1: Wow. Yeah, he That's said the, that. That's the effect society will have on you. Yes. Who is that? I don't know. But here's my opinion why I think people get a man or fake man. Because there's so many people that, like, if you just sat in a Dunkin' Donuts, right, right now, and you just started doing impressions in the corner by yourself, I would laugh. Right? But a lot of people in society wouldn't know what to do with that. Because they're not funny So I think with all the people being offended Shows you how many funny There's not many funny people in the world Because now everyone has a voice Well, uh, yeah, everyone's afraid to Make someone feel bad But how is Richard Attenborough Making someone
2: feel feel bad? He's not No, he's not (laughs) He could never Yes, I also enjoy McDonald's Except I get the of fish, and then I rub it on my balls. <laughs> I don't know what it's like. <laughs> do you know Leslie Jordan?
1: No, he's awesome, dude. He's a great character. You gotta watch his Instagram. I'm getting, he was in. He's like an actor. He's been in a million things. He, I want to do him, but you, you're gonna look at him and you're gonna want to do him too. Cool. I mean, he's funny as fuck, dude. Leslie Jordan, look him up. Okay, um, dude, I feel like those mints hit you. (sighs) Well, uh, I just feel
4: a little. I feel sedate. Nothing too bad. I don't feel like I'm, you know, I'm out of sorts or anything like that. I could probably use a nap. (laughs)
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, That's what he said. See you have the lines that you latch on to Yeah Have you ever um, When you like Interested in a woman And you would, like make out with a woman And then break into an impression You've done that Yeah And they love it
4: Oh uh, well, I don't know Depends on the you know her But usually, I think impressions are good. It's a little creepy though, for if you were just just... to be Dustin. I mean, especially if they're not into the one you're doing an impression of, right? Like Dustin, or you know, like David Ambrose, right?
2: Oh, your breasts are like majestic ocean, majestic oceans. I'm entranced <laughs> by the supple of your <laughs> neck Your hair smells like Shampoo But the kind of shampoo I like That's strawberry shit
1: <laughs> Dude What do you want to plug I want you to plug all your socials uh, Tell everybody where you're at Where can they find you
4: uh, Instagram
1: is the Jeff Richards and, uh, Hey, you got the, the I'm the Jamie Kennedy. Yeah. Cause somebody took Jamie Kennedy. Yeah. Somebody took Jeff Richards. No, they
4: didn't take it. I'm just stupid enough not to use the, no, somebody did. I think it's a lawyer in Texas. But, uh, yeah, the, the Jeff Richards, uh, Twitter, the Jeff Richards and, uh, that's, and the Jeff Richards com. That's where my podcast is or wherever you get podcasts.
1: Yeah, you got everyone. You gotta watch this show. I was on it. He's got so many great guests. Fucking brilliant. I'm gonna go back on it. Hopefully, we're gonna do a deep fake. Definitely, dude. You're fucking hilarious. Thank you. So are you. It's so much fun, dude. It's fucking legends. I love having you. I mean, love being here. Thank you. Love to
2: fucking figure this out. All right, let's do it. All right, peace, guys.